0: elder law. That's what we're digging into today with Julia Price, who is an attorney with Elder Law of East Tennessee. Thank you for being here.
1: Well, thanks for having me.
0: And Julia, share with us how you got into elder law because it's a personal experience.
1: I did not know elder law existed. I'm guessing like many of you out there listening, elder law means that I help people navigate through a care system when you're needing care. So it's a combination of some um, doing some public benefits applications and it's some combination of um, estate planning. So I got into this about seven years ago now. My grandmother was the only family I had left. We had just moved back to Tennessee with our young kids. I was looking for a job. So I was spending most days at my grandmother's house while while my twins were at preschool. I'm hanging out with my grandma, looking for a job. Looking online, whatever. And one day I show up to my grandmother's house and their newspapers, there were three newspapers on the front door step, which is very unusual. Even though my grandmother was 89, reading the newspaper with her coffee, you know, that's a big routine for her. I open the door, all the lights are off. It's very confusing. Walk in the house, find her in her bedroom. She had had a fall over the weekend. I was only there during the week, so she had a fall over the weekend. I go in and I find her on the floor, freak out. So that leads to the whole, we're in the hospital for a week. We go to rehab at a skilled nursing facility. And while we're there at the facility, people kept telling me all these things. Like, all of her children had passed away. So it was me and my cousins trying to take care of my grandmother. And, um they're throwing all these words at us. They're like, well, if she needs long-term care, have you thought about Medicaid? Have you thought about choices? Have you Mm -hmm. thought about this? This is a power of attorney. What about a trust? And we're going, what are you talking about? Uh But thankfully for me, literally in my online scrolling while I'm sitting at the hospital trying to find a job, a job posting for Elder Law of East Tennessee pops up and I start reading it going, exactly what we need for my grandmother. We need (laughs) somebody to tell us do we apply for Medicaid? How do we protect assets? Do we have a power of attorney that allows us to do this? How do we take care of her? Do we figure out, does she stay at a nursing home? Does she live with one of us? Like What do we do? And so, I mean, it ended up that, yes, she lived with me and my family for a bunch of years, and and that's what happened. But our personal experience led to me finding out that this was a whole field and that there are attorneys out there in a very unconventional way who can help you as you're literally sitting in the hospital room going, oh my God, what do we do? <laughs> are we going to a nursing home? Are we have care at home? Are we, mm-hmm. are we set up? And so it was a very unique way to fall into this kind of law and find out that it even existed. That was, like I said, about eight years ago now, but she lived to a very healthy and happy 94.
0: We did well. And you got the guidance you needed.
1: We did. Well, mm-hmm. yes, she wouldn't let me use any of my own work, <laughs> even though I'm an elder law attorney, but I was the baby and the granddaughter, so.
0: You know, don't listen to me, but. Do you wait until there's an emergency like that? So
1: you shouldn't because the more time I have prior Mm -hmm. to a crisis, the more options you have. So I can do planning in a crisis, but you're more limited because your care dictates what I can do, right? And so if you're in a situation where you already are in drastic, dire need of care, there are fewer options. There are fewer choices.
0: So at what point would we need an elder law attorney?
1: I did planning for my in-laws in their early 70s. That's not to say that's the perfect time for everybody because only you know your family history. You know what diseases might happen or if you have a long history of cancer or things like that. But a good time to start thinking about planning is when you're more settled, when you're in the home that you want to be in for the rest of your life, when you are thinking about retirement or you are... A few years into retirement, that's certainly a good time because Medicaid itself, the program that tends to pay for long-term care for most of us, does have a five-year look-back period. So you have to, if you want to plan ahead, I need a solid, healthy five years. Five years
0: of... Of doing well so that you don't need assistance. And what are some of the other things that people may, I guess the services that are out there that you would be assisting them with?
1: So we can help, actually yes, we do have um, several certified Medicare counselors, so they can help with Medicare, they can help with choosing the right supplement for you or your prescription drug plan, so your Part D plan. We have elder care coordinators on staff, so at our law firm we employ a licensed clinical social worker, We have a gerontologist who is also a geriatric care manager, and we have an RN. So we really focus on care driving everything that we do. Making sure that people get the care they need is essential because it's important to pass on wealth or have your money for yourself, but care really has to be the driving factor
0: can be very stubborn grandparents parents they don't want to listen to us i went through this when my mom had fallen and broken her hip and even just to get her mom go walk with the walker up and down the hallway i'll do it later i'll do it later it's a it's a tough call probably hard to bring someone in too
1: oh absolutely and that is a real problem for a lot of people so it can be helpful to have an elder law attorney to help in that circumstance because particularly one, we have care coordinators, like I said, and that's their job. They can be like, hey, you have to do this to get better if you wanna go home. And it's, sometimes it's easier to hear things from someone that's not your child. Mm-hmm. So it's important to have people on your team that can help serve in that role. Also powers of attorney are a really helpful and useful tool where you can't override your parent, but you certainly can help them make decisions and you can help say like, look, we really need these caregivers and you can hire the caregivers on, the, on their behalf and we'll see how that things go.
0: And what about aging married couples? One's working, and the other one, they have to care for the other.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's, I mean, it's hard to have, I mean, a well spouse and an ill spouse. I mean, you've got the stresses of continuing to work, sometimes caring for small children, continuing to do things while you either have a sick spouse or you have a sick parent. And there's lots of stress and lots of push and pull in between. That's when you come into play. That's right. That's right. That's my job. Help relieve a lot of that stress. The best part of my day is when (laughs) I've met with somebody and they tell me at the end of our meeting, they give me a hug and they say, "I just feel so much better having talked to you because I know that there there are these things out here that can help me." Or. Or even just
0: reassuring them that they're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. We hear so much about the housing crisis right now. Everything's so expensive. It's hard to find places. Dealing with the older generation and finding them assisted living facilities, long-term care. Are we seeing that happen within these facilities? Oh, absolutely.
1: There is a huge shortage. Not necessarily of places to be, but certainly of caregivers, because this great resignation has affected, I mean, so many sectors of work, particularly exacerbated by the pandemic and people retiring and moving on, moving on to better paying jobs, whatever. There's a very large shortage of caregivers in East Tennessee, and I'm sure all over the country. But getting care at home right now is, is close to impossible because
0: of a lack of workers. And you want the right care. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, these, these are people you love. It's definitely a challenge. It is. This morning, we're talking elder law with elder law attorney Julia Price. What advice do you have for the average person? Both my parents are gone. I'm not dealing with any older parent, guardian or anything right now. So what, what do I have to worry about?
1: So you have to worry about the unexpected. That's the big fear because none of us know how much time we have or, or what's going to happen. I mean, we could leave here and get hit by a bus and you don't know. So it's very important for people of any age, over the age of 18, of course, to have a power of attorney. So there are powers of attorney both for finances and for health care. So if you do get hit by that bus, somebody needs to be able to make decisions for you. And if you don't write that down, if you don't plan it out yourself... The doctor's going to pick who to listen to. And that may not always be who you want them to listen to. So you have to make those decisions. And ethically, like if you have children, the doctor doesn't have to talk to you as the parent. There's absolutely nothing if your child's over 18 that says the doctor has to listen to you. So you have to have that spelled out in writing. And and a lot of people come to me and they say, oh, well, I'm married. They'll listen to my spouse. Not necessarily. Sometimes it's the person who's yelling the loudest (laughs) that they listen to. You also need somebody in place who can pay bills for you because if you have an unexpected illness or something happens for a long amount of time, you need somebody to be able to pay that mortgage or pay for your utility bills and make, make decisions on your behalf. It's also important to have... Advanced directives. So those, your power of attorney document for healthcare names a person who can make decisions for you, but it doesn't give them any instruction as to Mm -hmm. what you want to happen if you're not able to tell them. And that's where the advanced directive comes into play. So your advanced directive is that instruction sheet. It says, I want my life to be artificially prolonged, or I want to be allowed to pass naturally free from pain. And it gives a lot of little choices.
0: A lot of decisions to be made. I thought my life was stress-free. Right.
1: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) exactly. I mean, and, and you also can think about a will. The law does set out sort of a chain of how people would inherit if you don't do one yourself. But if you don't want to follow
0: what the law says, you
1: certainly need a will so that you can lay out where your assets go when you pass away.
0: If you have nobody and no will, where does it actually go?
1: So the law literally starts finding people you're related to. They look for children, they look for parents, they look for siblings, they look for nieces, nephews. They essentially just keep going. You know, how hard they look is a different question, but then it oftentimes just goes into abeyance and it
0: can go to the state. But if you wanted to go to someone special, get your documents in order. You can't just have your list on a piece of paper, filed away with all your important stuff. So
1: if it's a will, yes, I hesitate to say this, but yes, handwritten wills, Are valid in the state of Tennessee. Not Mm -hmm. like a computer generated one where you've printed it offline and then you just fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. That's not considered a handwritten will because you're just filling in the blanks. Oh, so that doesn't count. No. Handwritten means handwritten. But please don't do that to anyone. Please don't do that to anyone. They can be very hard to come to probate and can be very costly. So, even if you want just something simple and basic, I would always recommend consulting with an attorney. My
0: favorite advice is you get what you pay for. So if it's free, you get what you pay for. A lot of great advice coming from attorney Julia Price at Elder Law of East Tennessee. Just go to elderlawetn.com.